Sao Paulo, Brazil, it's a tough place to get around. The city of 11 million, South America's largest, has notoriously bad traffic. Rush hour backups can reach a citywide total of more than 180 miles on a bad day. Think about that. That's like lining up cars bumper to bumper from here in Boston almost all the way to New York City. One quick alternative for desperate commuters would be to ride a bike, but that's a very risky alternative, as the world's Jason Margolis found out. Here's a quick comparison. Last year, 18 cyclists were killed in New York City. 14 were killed in London. In the city of Sao Paulo, there were 52 reported cycling deaths. So I approached my bike ride in Sao Paulo with a bit of trepidation. I went for a short ride with Andre Campos and Daniel Santini, two young cycling advocates. They both said, don't worry, biking here isn't so bad. Well, I don't think it's such a risk if you take special attention to some points. So I will not be, or I will avoid speed avenues. That's what Santini promised we'd be doing on our ride together. But there was a problem. The brake does not fit the, the Oh, yes. Brake. You have not the front brake. brake. The front brake does okay. not work? No, not work. Okay, great. We are going to fix <laughs> it. Yeah, we are going to fix it right now. Okay. And one other small problem. One helmet. One helmet. Two people. I, I'm okay with all the helmets, but... but uh, they insisted yeah, yeah, yeah. I wear the helmet. I agreed. Santini said the big problem here is speed. People just drive too fast. In Brazil, traffic is very violent. Uh, I mean, a lot of people die in traffic accidents. I, I do not even like to name them accidents because it happens all the time. It's not something that, oh, it happened. It happens all the time. The data on cycling in Brazil is cloudy, and it's hard to make cross-country comparisons. It's unclear how many Brazilians are biking to begin with or how many people are getting hurt. I called several international cycling experts who had reams of data, but little on Brazil or South America. You kind of just have to gauge cycling safety here by trying it. Should we ride? Yeah. Okay. Beyond the faulty brake, our bike ride was pretty tame. In fact, I quite enjoyed it. After about 15 minutes on somewhat busy streets, we pulled onto a side street and were just chatting as we rode along. I only felt like one guy came a little too close. close. <laughs> and now we have two. But he, he's delivering pizza, so he's, he's in a real rush. That guy didn't seem concerned at all about us. That attitude is a real problem in Sao Paulo, says João Paulo Amaral, a cyclist and researcher with the Brazilian consumer rights group IDEC. Amaral describes a recent gruesome accident where a passing car got too close to a cyclist and severed the cyclist's arm. And the driver took his arm away and threw it in a river like 30 kilometers from that place. And he ran because he thought he wouldn't be punished for that. And what happened is that then they found out the guy and he went to the police and he said he did it. He said he was sorry and now he's out on the streets again. Amaral says he still gets on his bike each day for one simple reason. It's the fastest way to get around. In Sao Paulo, traffic is so bad that wealthy businessmen are relying on helicopters. Amaral says even if he could afford to do that, he wouldn't. We've proved that helicopter is not a really good solution for Sao Paulo. We have the uh, intermodal challenge in which we have different means of transportation uh, going from one place to another at the same time and the bicycle one from the helicopter. (laughs) 
It took the bike 22 minutes to get across town during rush hour, beating the helicopter by 10 minutes. That's factoring time for takeoff and landing. The bike beat the car by a full hour. More and more people are getting this message, and a cycling culture is slowly taking hold in Sao Paulo. I visited a weekly event called Mano Roda, which means hands on the wheel. Machias Fingerman hosts it in his garage. It's a kind of bike workshop where people uh, come here to learn and to work on his own bicycle. Fingerman and a few experienced cyclists teach others how to change tires or fix brakes. You can take a beer from Fingerman's fridge and put a few bucks in a wicker basket on the honor system. The goal of this informal happy hour... Encourage people to use bicycle. Marcio Campos didn't need any encouragement. He's been riding a long time. He says 10, 15 years ago, cycling in Sao Paulo was worse than today. He says every day it's better here because more people are riding. There's safety in numbers. But the numbers in Sao Paulo still look thin to me. I told bike advocate Daniel Santini that I'd seen no more than a dozen cyclists in three days in Sao Paulo, and I was on the lookout. We saw no other cyclists on our 20-minute ride together. One. One just passed through right now. <laughs> but, uh, but it doesn't seem like there's many, Mike. No, 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 no. And That's the catch-22. Sao Paulo is a dangerous place to ride, in part because not enough people do it. There's also not much in the way of bike lanes. But to get more bike lanes, there has to be more clamor for them. Santini assured me there will be. He says everybody's unhappy with the traffic and pollution in Sao Paulo. It's boring to, to be in a city that you cannot move. You are always stuck in traffic jams. He says things are changing because they have to change. For The World, I'm Jason Margolis, Sao Paulo.